Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian, with Dan, Andrew, and Pat. Hello. Said my name first. Meh. Means I'm the favorite. Yeah. I don't know about that. Right, tell tell everyone how I'm your favorite. Yeah. Dan is my favorite. <laughs> I don't believe you. Oh, that wasn't believable? No. Really? No. I, be- I believe it. What a, what a surprise. I believe it. Oh. How's everyone doing? Oh, doing all right. Peachy. Doing pretty you good. Know, hanging out. Cool. Pat. Yeah. I have a question. What's the matter? I feel like whenever I see you with that little with your little blanket like jacket thing on, you're wearing a tank top, and I kind of feel that that like that kind of is a conflicting thing. I'm wearing actually a tank top and shorts, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> I guess it's a little bit. Because if you had sleeves, you would be warmer. Yeah, but like not. It's literally yeah, like those sleeves are probably soft. These sleeves are very These soft, ho- and also a t-shirt. These sleeves are. S- also, a t-shirt solid. sleeves are maybe like four more inches of material at most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> Well, that that well, the coldest part of your arm is going to be your upper arm, which is what it covers. And you're not going to convince me that that doesn't make sense. And the collar is looser on this. This is like a little bit of a V-neck, so it gives me a little bit of breathing room. You know, well, but, I, just, but you I have, a, but you have a blanket. Comfort. But you have a blanket over. Yeah, but I'm I, not I was, like. I just said comfort. I'm the I'm the one who didn't wear jeans until I was 16 years old. It's <laughs> true. Can vouch. Respect, honestly. Just uh. Dan, I'm just gonna need you to get over it, and I'm gonna keep wearing my tank top and shorts, and put my cup comfy fucking like blanket on. All right, you shit. All right, so I, I'm gonna need you to back I the have fuck shorts off. on as well. Good for you. I'm just. <laughs> I'm on sweatpants. Pat, when you so I'm comfy when too. you left the house today, Pat, to pick mm-hmm. up dinner, did you go in that? No, I put pants on, okay. but I did put a jacket over my tank top because I was only like running in and out, so I didn't like. Did you did you put the 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 blanket jacket over that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> kind of wish you did. Just peak peak laziness. That, yeah, that like you look like like wearing that. You'd be like someone like hanging outside of Seven Eleven, like asking people for like bogues. Okay, to Lucy. Speaking of bogues, guess who's smoking right now? Uh sorry, Pat. The Apartment Chronicles continue. Fucking. Maybe he listens to OK Gamers and he'll hear be like, oh fuck, let me put this blunt out. Yeah, guy uh, for the show, guy smoking upstairs for the show. Fucking. Yo, what if you bought a really big speaker and you held it up to your ceiling and just played uh, Converge's Death album Grips. Jane Doe <laughs> or or Death Grips? I'll play a really. I'm gonna get a speaker and I'm gonna put it right against his like open his mail slot and put it against the mail slot and just blast it into his fucking apartment. <laughs> or you could do that. Or what if you? No, never mind. I realize I came very close to murder, so I'm not even going to say it. How about Jesus? You hire me and Andrew to like pretend to be Jehovah's Witnesses, and we'll just keep knocking on his door. I mean, do I have to hire you? Ever, you or can you just come do that? What What jackass movie is it where they build that helmet that Steve-O wears, and there's a tube going into what's his face's butt, and he just farts in it, but then he accidentally poops in it. I want to say that's the, th- the third one. Okay, so what if we did that, but we had two things, and it was my butt and Dan's butt. Into his we just, apartment? And we just let loose. Like, we just... Might work. I don't know. 
Dan's shaking yeah. his head. I think he's into this idea. Or, 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 in the middle of the night when he's sleeping, you 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 take a baking sheet and you pee in it, and then you freeze it, and then you take it out of the 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 baking pan and then you slide it underneath his door, and, and just let it melt. <laughs> just. <laughs> That's actually diabolical. That's actually pretty good. I'm, I, don't yeah, I, be able to, I don't think I'd be able to slide under his door, but I could at least like break off pieces and put it through his mail slot and let I, it just. I'm all, he could do that. I'm also picturing like Pat doing that, and it's like freezing the, the refrigerator. And Amanda comes home from work and checks <coughs> the refrigerator. Like, fuck Pat, is Pat, that? <laughs> <laughs> or he he makes the pizza box mistake and he like leans it a little bit and it all pours, <laughs> oh, and he God. just has like this big rod of piss. Right? Yeah. Man, man we're gonna need to get a new freezer. <laughs> Why? I, I peed in it. Inadvertently peed yeah. in my freezer. It's frozen all over. We have to get to it. I, pee, I peed in my fridge, my freezer on accident. On accident. But I put the but I put the piss there on purpose. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, this uh, is it related to that? But when I was like nine years old, I was at a sleepover party, and one of my friend's friends woke up in the middle of the night and pissed in his closet, thinking he was like home. Pretty sure you've told and, me this before. Yeah, he woke up and just literally got up in the middle of the night and peed in his closet, and then we never heard from him again. Hell yeah! Did he normally pee in his closet? No, I guess I guess maybe he has problems sleeping. Maybe he was like sleepwalking a little bit, but like he got up, pissed, and was like next day, like everyone like kind of like didn't believe that was real. Then got up the next day, we realized he actually did it, and like he was super embarrassed, and then uh, stopped being friends with everybody. Hmm. Shame. Uh, for five minutes in, uh, I think that uh, we could start to talk about video games. This is typically what the podcast was off <laughs> of. <I guess. laughs> Le- Legend say he's still peeing right now. Okay. <laughs> what about the world record for uh, the longest pisses? That, that, that TikTok, I can't talk right now, I'm making piss. It's actually piss. him. Yeah. Oh, I'm making piss. <laughs> he started that one. Yeah, it's, that's him. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Anyone can start. Hit us up in a Discord with the best things that you can think of doing to someone's mail slot. <laughs> are we talking actual okay. mail slot? Or are we talking like metaphor, like mail slot? You know what I'm <laughs> no, like like literally, like an apartment like, door. Like they're ma- like right in the mail slot, you dude. Like, yeah. Okay, I get mm-hmm. you. I get you. Yeah. Oh I hear what you're God. saying. All right. Let's see what we can do to this guy. <laughs> okay, gamers.com links you to our Discord. Yeah, just make sure it doesn't get us arrested. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, I swear we we talk about video games on this podcast. Okay, I'll start. Um, uh, I beat Phoenix Mortals. R- 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 what the fuck? I didn't Immortal- know how to say that game. <laughs> Immortal Thirty Phoenix hours. Right right Thank you. Well, you want to try that again? Because I, I don't even. Think I Dan, Dan just had a stroke first. live on air. It's a oh, weird oh, name. My. I always say Phoenix first. Immortals Phoenix, right? Thank you, Pat. Immortals Phoenix. I don't know why they had to name it that because it's a shitty name. But well, that wasn't it. What was it originally? Gods and Monsters, which and I Monsters. think is a better name. Yeah. Um. The new deal sounds like a new DLC came out for that today. I think <sighs> that sounds like a Mumford and Son album. Yeah, I don't think I would ever go back for a DLC to be honest. But like, I I I joined it for what it was. Um, could have been probably a, a little less shit to do. By the end of the game, I was just not trying to go fucking like get crystals off of cliffs and solve little puzzles still because there's so much. But by just doing two areas out of the four, I was like super leveled up enough that by the end I was just really crushing everything. So you don't really need to do everything unless you want to be super overpowered. 
Uh, I did like the story. There was a couple of twists at the end, end of the story that was funny. Um, and at the end, like, kind of when all the gods come together and start, like, bantering with each other, like, that was just, the writing is really good. Like, it kind of holds up throughout the entire game. Because, like, that, like, the weight of Greek mythology can really kind of, like, make something cheesy or stupid if it's not done right. So, um, I think it was, uh, done as well as it probably could have been for, like, a lighthearted, joking game like that. Um, the bo- and, flat? Nah, no. It, uh, I, I was, like, thinking about it at first, but it's way too much grindy bullshit to do that, in my opinion. Um... Yeah. So I think I finished right around 30 hours, which is like right where the how long to beat is, I think. But uh, yeah, I, if you want something a little more lighthearted than Assassin's Creed, this is definitely this is definitely be good. Or you just love Greek mythology and want a different take on that kind of stuff. It's a uh, it's it's good because it's like different, but like not like you know Hades is kind of like jokey. Like I think I was mentioned this before, but like Hades is like a little more edgy. This is just funny, uh, but it works all the way throughout. I think the last boss fight was really fun when like all the gods like help you beat the fuck out of this one demon man. Um, That's cool, but yeah, I would. Uh, it was cool. Yeah, so beat that. Uh, I've been playing Monster Train. Um, sounds like a bullshit mobile game. Choo choo. Sorry, thank you, Brian. Um, sounds like a bullshit mobile game, but it's uh, it's on Steam. It's kind of like it's it's similar to Slay the Spire in a sense. It's a roguelike card battler game. Um, there's a few different like elements to it, like the you know the runs are randomized. You get decks, you build out your deck, you unlock new cards, you unlock new uh, challenges, things like that. Uh, there's, like, levels to, like, the arena that you're in. So, like, you play as you play as demons from hell who are now almost <clears throat> extinct. And, they're and like, the last, like, thing keeping them alive is called a, your pyre, which is kind of like a, like, a, like a big flame. And it's on this train, and the train is protecting this thing. And then you're, you're playing as demons trying to protect it from heaven, which sends, like angels to battle you inside this monster train um and there's different levels in the train that kind of like break up how like the combat works so you can only do so you can only play so many units on one level and then they go up to the second level and they go up to the third level and that's and the fourth level is where your pyre is so it kind of adds an extra level of depth to like the combat and like where you position your enemies and uh, your units and stuff like that which is pretty cool but like i'm like i don't know i've done maybe like 10 12 runs in the past couple days and you know, it's it's just really fun, uh, like jumping in and like trying to figure out what the best combination of cards and clans to use. Um, I haven't really fucked with any of the challenges yet because I just haven't really got down the combat too much. But uh, if you like Slay the Spire, you'll probably like this, hundred um, percent. Um, and if you're someone who missed out on Slay the Spire but always thought that this was that the concept is cool, then I would definitely recommend checking out Monster Train. And it's like I don't know, twelve dollars or something. So I think like I know Brian, you you like. Play the Spire a good amount, right? Yeah, I definitely. Uh, I own it on two platforms. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I know you never really got definitely... into it. Into it, you know. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I played a few hours enough to to formulate an opinion, and what I played, I really liked. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely one of those things that, um, it's um, you could just pick it up, play it very quickly. It's not like a huge, you like you can get very invested in yeah. it, but it's also something you could just sit down, do a couple runs. Sure. You know. Yeah, the, the so. yeah one run, even a successful run, is really only like maybe 25, 30 minutes in. Lots of train. That's like perfect, perfect for those kind of games. Yeah, but like I said, I you know I like it more than Slay the Spire. I think I think it's a little more forgiving. Um, I think some of the the combinations you could do are like a little. Yeah, I had a really, really hard time getting past like the third boss in Slay the Spire. Yeah, like I just would hit like an absolute wall, and like there was like a day where I played that like a lot, and like I could get over that hub, so I kind of fell off it pretty hard. But I also I was predominantly playing it. Sorry, <clears throat> I was mainly playing it on Switch, which I don't have my Switch right now because uh, my girlfriend it lives at her place. So, true. Yeah. If uh, 
Yeah. I don't know if Monster Dreams on the Switch. If it is, it's great Switch game, just like Slay the Spire would be. But yeah, I could just saying. I remember, I think you yeah, had the third world or whatever, that, how that works, Slay the Spire. I remember that being substantially harder uh, once I got to that point. But um, but yeah, so it, it's just like, it's cool because it's like sometimes like you'll just luck yourself into like a really effective combination of, of uh, cards because like you, like there's like, like right now, like. I have three clans unlocked, and one's, like, more aggressive, like, attack, one's more defensive, and one's more, like, spell-oriented. And then you could get, like, a random, you'll, like, luck into, like, a random synergy that, like, just will rip through enemies. And, like, you could just do it, like, accidentally, and then you're like, no, that combo works. So then another run, if you get lucky, you get it, you could get that. Like, it's, it's, it's really cool like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, nice. And then, yeah, I mean, Pat, you play this too, but I started the medium. Um, your father than me probably say a little more about it, but... The beginning section was pretty cool. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, um, Start the medium too, Pat? How many fucking video games are you playing right now? Uh, I mean, well, really playing three, technically, but... Well, Bloodborne, the medium, what's the third one? Hitman? Hitman. Oh, well... And Hitman, Hitman's easy enough where I can just, like, jump in, do, like, two missions and stop. Like, it's not, like... Yeah. It's, it's not something I need games. to, like, really devote myself to. You playing anything else, Dan? Or... No, no, that that's the next that yeah, that's the right, other yeah, thing. I so I'll, I'll piggyback off of the medium then. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm probably maybe only like twenty thirty minutes ahead of you, Dan. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's pretty intriguing. It's um, it gave me like very very heavy like Silent Hill one and like two vibes. Uh, just the way the game like her the way her like powers I guess technically manifest and like <coughs> pretty much like existing in like reality and also i guess it's like a spirit world or something like at the same time um it's pretty cool yeah. and the way they like split the they make it like a split like a split screen game kind of when they do it uh, but like yeah. visually like the the spirit realm or world or reality or whatever um is very much like silent hill like it, it's like stuff like everything's all like warped and like cracky or like ashy and like all this kind of whatever um, but it's cool. Um, it takes place in Poland, which I did not know until. Yeah, the inverted world is heavily inspired by a Poland artist whose name I can't remember, but it's his stuff is like very uh, polarizing, okay, apparently, yeah, so in terms of like that, that, would, that would explain it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's cool. Uh, I have only I've, I'm up to a point right now where like it transitioned again and I'm like in both worlds and i think it's going to be like a bigger puzzle than i've done so far so um i am excited to go back to it it's it's relatively unique it's not very long either i think it's only like eight hours seven and a half eight hours something like yeah, that it's yeah. Short. um so yeah i'm uh i'm excited to go back to it other than that just hitman game's fun uh i finished the hitman 2 campaign the other day and i'm getting ready to jump into three Oh damn! You're cruising along on those. Yeah, well, I told you when I, we were we were talking the other night, and uh, the mission stories that happen in each mission themselves help like streamline those like a lot. And like I wasn't like I get like the whole thing with like these Hitman games is like how open it is and like being able to like pretty much do any assassination kind of however you want. Um, but the mission stories are interesting. Uh, are interesting enough and they usually lead to like a relatively unique kill for the most part um so like i've been doing a lot of those for the hitman one and two campaign for three i'll probably like take my time a little bit more and like 
kind of go around and like explore. Um, but I was trying to like, I was kind of trying to knock out one and two just so I could get to three. And uh, I think being able to do those mission stories is what like really kept my attention. The to actually keep going and doing that because otherwise I probably would have maybe not dropped it entirely, but definitely wouldn't have been going as hard as it on it as I have been. Um, yeah, just fucking trucking along through Bloodborne, going along with Andy, helping him out with some stuff. Helped him. Are kill you further, Andy. Andy? Are you further now than you did the first time you played through it? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just popped my first uh, trophy since I restarted, which was for uh, is Shadows of Yarnum when you fight the three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fought that, that. So that was the. Um, I guess I stopped right at Forbidden Woods. Sounds about right. Oh. Um, well, I remember thinking at the time. I mean, again, years when that when Bloodborne came out. I remember thinking like, when I know you were obviously busy and it made sense, but I remember thinking like, oh, you're already already there, and you're gonna stop now. Like, I feel like at that point you're either in it or you're not. You know what I mean? I remember all of us having yeah, a discussion. You're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I should have pushed my move off and beaten Bloodborne first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yes. Um. So I guess yeah. Uh. So I've been playing Bloodborne. Um. My uh, I, I finally passed the, as I just said, the point that um I got to when I was playing it. I'm having a blast with it, especially now that I have a um more of a grasp on the Souls games, like specifically like the FromSoft Souls games. Like I had a blast with Dark Souls Three. That's the one that like really hooked me for the first time, and um, even then I would say that I stumbled my way through it. You know, um, like I'm I'm curious. I want to. I'm probably gonna boot it up tomorrow and look at my uh the save the character that i use to beat the game i want to see what my build is because i didn't really like go for anything specific with dark souls 3 i was just kind of like just like tossing points in you know what i mean um and then uh demon souls the ps5 remake like really made me understand um how the character building in those games like really work yeah you like need to go for something like you can't like yeah you can't like yeah spread your points out mm -hmm. no and i think that's why i've always had like such a hard time with those games in in the past because the way i build my characters in any rpg is i usually try to be like Mm well-rounded with like you know like a precise thing that i go for um, but with, with Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, you can't do that. You have to be specifically that one thing. Um, and with Demon Souls, like that finally like really clicked with me. You know, I beat that game like three times, I think, or three and a half. Um, so, you know, getting that far into it, reading build guides and stuff like that, I finally like kind of understood it. Same with like the weird side mission stuff to an extent, which I'm still like not a fan of. I just kind of wish like... Like, they were either not there or a little bit more, like, you know, like, a way to track them or something. They're super, like, yeah, they're, they're like, yeah. purposely super obscure. Yeah. And, like, I get where yeah. you're coming from, but, like... I appreciate it. I understand it. Like, sure. And the fact that, like, the, I mean, the, the, them not kind of, like, having some end-all, be-all item attached to them, like, that's why I'm like, okay, passable, sure, fine, whatever. Um, but like that stuff with Alfred, yeah. I I wouldn't have done if you didn't tell me about mm-hmm. it because I would have I would not have known because every time I meet an NPC in that in that game, I've always just thought it was nonsense and that's been my thinking 
for the past few years. I mean, it is kind of nonsense sometimes. Yeah, it, it is. But like so far, every person I've spoken to in Bloodborne, like there's usually something attached. They have a mo- yeah, every. You know. That's the one thing I will say about the NPCs in Bloodborne is that they all have very clear motivations as to what they're doing and yeah. why they well, want to do the thing. Except that one guy who does the opposite of what you tell him to do. That's also very true. <laughs> he literally yeah. does the exact opposite every. That, that dickhead that you find like in the back alley, and you're like, go to. Uh, Lefska's clinic, and then he goes to the other place, and then kill and starts killing people. Oh, the yeah, I murdered him. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, he murdered. Murdered. yeah, he turns into a. Yeah. You can. Yeah, he turns into a big monster. You have to like fight him. Yeah. But after his his quest line's over, though. No, I killed him immediately no. when I saw him. Yeah, I'm he's bigger, essentially he's like in, he's he, essentially like is the, he in a door. Can't you not see him? Are we thinking uh, of the same guy? The mysterious. Oh, you're th- you're thinking of the 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 big giant spider. No. I think a guy that you knock on the door and you talk to him, and then you tell him you tell him like where he should. Brian, do you, do you, do you remember what I'm talking about? I'm I'm trying to the, look up who it is exactly, but no, I know. The, but it's not, so, it's not somebody you see, he, and, and like, and then you see what happens after he goes to the place that he goes to. There's but a he, mysterious... he does the uh, opposite of what you tell him to do. The only thing that I've seen, as far as somebody murdering anybody, was the mysterious beggar who you find in the Forbidden Woods. Yeah, he uh, turns like who a turns werewolf. into like this huge oh. monster that like now I'm super curious that you have to fight. Because yeah. I've knocked on every door that I could find, and I haven't come across anybody that I could send to the chapel, aside from the people that... Is it the guy that sends you to the Nightmare Frontier, Dan? No. No. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Well, either way. Um, yeah, um, so... Um, like, went into it this time with, like, a clear path. Like, I, I looked up builds mm-hmm. beforehand, picked what I wanted to do, and... I've been basing, I've been building my character up around the, uh, what's, what's the sort? Uh, the Chicago. And it's funny uh, because you, you, when you, I started my new playthrough like a week before you did, I think. Yeah. And you ended up going for the, the same build as me. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, here we go. Let's Got see. it. So it's, it's, cons- the name is Rude Man in the Window, and he'll do the opposite of what you tell him. Um, so if you tell him to go to the clinic to get him to go to the, the cathedral. You'll have to talk to the, um, so yeah, uh, pretty much there's just one person that does the opposite of what you tell him to do. So you have he to does, he doesn't kill anybody though. Yeah, I was right. Yes. But, yeah, okay. the mysterious beggar is the one that kills people. Yeah. He was a, that was, that, that he was, was a hard I fight. just hid in the hallway and threw Molotovs at him. Yo, <laughs> I did it with, I, I hid in the hallway and I threw poison daggers oh, yeah, at does, him. He turns into like a werewolf. He turns into shit, like right? this gigantic, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like yeah, a werewolf, yeah, like and, a bipedal and, werewolf and he like. And he's like on like a roof or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You find um, him like eating somebody, and you like scare him. He's like, oh, 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 hello, friend. This is weird. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm having a blast with it. I'm also just kind of on like um, on a Souls like kick. After playing Demon Souls, I moved on to Fallen Order, which is you know like a Souls light type thing. And from there, I was gonna play Bloodborne, and I was like, maybe I should take a break before I get burnt out. And I don't remember what I played. Oh, I did. I redid God of War. Oh. Cyberpunk, I've been like on and off with. I did beat that though. Um, but um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm loving it. I can't get enough of these games right now. I'm glad you're. Um, I'm probably gonna go right into Sekiro after I. I'm gonna try to platinum Bloodborne. Um, I'm gonna see if I can do it. You have to beat it three, have, three times. Have, have fun with those chalice, with the chalice dungeon shit. You gotta do. Yeah, well, Pat will help me with it. Also, we'll that go game to the dungeon. out of we'll go to the cum dungeon. From what I can remember, out of all the Souls games, I think Bloodborne has one of the steepest difficulty spikes on New Game Plus. 
Yeah. It's yeah. 100%. Really yes. Really hard. <laughs> like, it's yeah. really hard. Well, it seems yeah. like it seems me, like uh, the... me and Pat could not finish the first boss of the Old Hunters DLC on New Game Plus. And then after the fact, me and him looked up, we're like, what are, what are we doing wrong? Like, like we're both like 40% We're increase? both veteran Bloodborne players. Like we're doing this together mm -hmm. and everything on the internet was like, don't even fucking try it. Just do a fresh playthrough. Don't do New Game Plus when really? you do the DLC. Yeah, yep. the DLC was wow. fucking like it was it was bad, dude. I I so that's the only reason why I want to replay Bloodborne. I mean, replaying Bloodborne is great because it's a very good game pack and test I'm doing right now. But like I de like desperately want to do that DLC. Yeah. But it's I know I need to re like start fresh. Yeah, so to do I'm it. I'm basically I'm gonna jump into the DLC when I get to the point of like no return. Like like right before that, the final boss yeah, is yeah, when I'm just gonna smart. go do the DLC. But like. Yeah, I it just I think I, I remember us looking it up, and I think the pers the per the difficulty percentage spike was like forty percent, like forty or thirty or forty percent. Most some shit like most that. of the souls most of the souls games are like that, but I think Bloodborne has is like just a tick higher in terms of percentile. Yeah, really, I remember even just like starting up the new game plus, like running through like central Yarnum and like getting like slapped around. <laughs> it's like yeah, holy yeah. fuck. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna at least give it a shot, even if I gotta beat it three times to get all three endings. I'm getting. The more pain in the ass ending first. I forget. Is the one that we're going for like the the true ending? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it it's is, the right? true ending. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. No, having a blast. I also uh, I started Hitman Three, and just like the other two Hitman games, I'm just not into it, man. I don't know what it is. I'm. Um, I'm did, have like, you tried like fucking with the mission stories at all or no? What do you mean the mission stories? There are little like stories inside every like assassination mission that like narrow down your scope and like don't make it as open as it is and like kind of let oh, you follow yeah, objectives yeah. to yeah i did that i didn't still like if i'm gonna play it i want to like play it i did that for the first mission and i blew through it i was like that was it like okay um but um yeah i mean the 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 second mission is really cool uh like the knives out style oh, detective yeah, mission yeah. like i had a blast with that and then once i got to berlin i got like halfway through and i fucked up really bad and i don't i won't reload excuse me Ugh. i won't reload another save i'll just start over oh, i say um, fuck out of that game yeah no that like defeats the purpose <laughs> for me um so yeah i'm probably not gonna go back to it at least not anytime soon which is a bummer because it looks very pretty on the ps5 and the oled like it looks so good like how does how does Bloodborne run <coughs> on PS5? For me, want, it want to talk about that at all? Really bad. It it doesn't look great, and I don't think it's the PS5. I actually think it's the TV. Well, a combination. I think the TV is like too good. You know what I mean? Like oh. it's like too too sharp, and like you get like the little jaggies on a lot of the like straight lines, like in the environment and stuff. Um, mm. And I looked it up on Reddit, know, and it is. Like I know a you're thing. not the the only one who thinks yeah. it looks bad. That's like a huge thing on Reddit right now. Yeah, is that Bloodborne is not is not optimized well. On the yeah, PS5. it also doesn't it also doesn't hold its frame rate very well. But say the frame rate seems like it's more than you know more often than not below thirty. I mean, I have a majority of my playthrough. I've been at a pretty solid thirty, but there have been times like I was just yeah. I was just running through upper upper Cathedral Ward earlier, and I killed you know like those weird little like. Brian, you would know what I'm talking about. Same Dan, like the little like baby things that are like crawling around there. Yeah, like mm -hmm. I like cleared out like six of them in like one swing, and my fucking frame rate dropped to like 15. I was like, really? oh yeah, man. I, 
I don't know what I was doing, but I was just in the very first area, and I was, I think when I, I think like when all those hunters around the bonfire in the very beginning, oh, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. frame rate dipped to like a fucking four yeah. frames a second. It yeah. was terrible. It hasn't gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't want to play this. Um, it won't. It's just still like, yeah, like I'm still having a blast. If anything, I will say like it looks better now. Not that it looks better. It's just I'm used to it now. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's all I want to do. Like I, as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm sure y'all are going to play games. I'm going to go right to fucking Bloodborne. I'm, like I'm all, legitimately pumped that do. you're so into it because about fucking damn time. Yeah. Like it's easily but, my favorite from game and. Like that just makes me excited. Thanks. I th- I still think that so far, um, Sekiro is your favorite. Yeah, I think Sekiro. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I Sekiro is probably my favorite from like the the general like because I wouldn't even really consider aside from like the boss and stuff like the bosses and some of the the exploration. Oh, I still think it's. I still think it's a from game. It's it's a from game, but I wouldn't consider it. Yeah. I think a Souls like. It's more of. Oh, I mean, that's what I meant. It sounds the same. Only thing it doesn't have is RPG elements. Everything else is exactly yeah. the same. I, I think. I mean, that has you know, <clears throat> it's not like it's not the same in the sense of like you I need to. Bun- yes, exactly. Yeah. I would that's just. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah I, I, that, I, was... I feel like a lot of the, the core of a from game is like your build that you're doing. And Sekiro doesn't really do that. Aside from like, oh, obviously, like I, I would say that the core of it is like is bosses and risk reward. I think that's the core of the From games. Um, uh, but that's a different conversation. How about we um, go like this? It's not a traditional From game. Not like oh no, the other it's, ones. it's 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 not. I mean, I think once you play Elden Ring, you'll be like, oh, Sekiro is a. F- is very traditional because <laughs> oh. from what you know we've heard of Elden Ring, that one's gonna be like really different. You know, open world, a little bit more of a focus on on narrative. I was me and Andrew have been talking about this last couple nights, yeah. and I can almost guarantee you because this is exactly what happened with Sekiro. They're gonna announce it like six months before it comes out. Like they're gonna really show it like an actual trailer rather than that teaser they showed a couple years ago. They're gonna show like an actual trailer and then like whatever ends up being E three or whatever it is this year. Um, and then it'll be out like October, November. <clears throat> when was because Sekiro was announced in December at the Video Game Awards, right? That sounds maybe, familiar. Sure, maybe yeah. And that came out it, what, like June or it something. It was it was just the arm, remember? Yeah, yeah. It was like the weird bone arm thing. Yeah, and then I think they showed it off for real on the Xbox stage, or am I confusing Elden Ring? Elden Ring, I know, was the Xbox stage. I don't remember for Sekiro. I don't remember either. Um, either way, um, yeah. I, if if it's gonna come out this year, it'll be like October, November. Then it'll, we'll get the announcement over like the summer, or whatever the E three replacement thing equivalent. You'll see like an yeah. actual trailer, and then it'll be out. I think that's like how a majority of their games have gone. When was Sekiro announced? Now I'm really, I'm really curious, like how far there was in between. <clears throat> so the game was revealed via teaser trailer in 2017 at the Game Awards, and those are always in December. Mm-hmm. And then it was released 2019 in March. Oh wow! Damn. So, and when was Elden Ring announced? 
Uh, I want to say E3. at least two at least two years ago. E three a, de- a decade ago. Feels like fucking an eternity. I'm pretty sure Elden, it was. I'm pretty sure it was announced when they were announcing the new consoles or revealing the new consoles. So Elden Ring was announced in 2019, which if we're gonna follow the Sekiro thing, we could see it this year. Although it all depends on when it went into development, because um, according to Wikipedia, Sekiro went into development in late 2015. I don't know when Elden Ring has started, and if George R. R. Martin. Yeah, George R. R. Martin likes to take a sweet fucking time, so you never. That's really what I'm know. saying. Um, development began. <laughs> yeah, but like we don't. I mean, yeah, he's like involved in it, but like it's not like he's. Yeah, he's not like, like the creative no. like. It's no, yeah. lead on it. It's the was director more behind the I game. Mean. It started in tw- um, 2017. Yeah. A- after the after the Ring City came out, so that would that would that timeline would make so. sense then because. Right, because it started development two years before the teaser, and then another two years after that, the game comes out. So, like a four year dev cycle, because Sekiro was four years ish. So, this 2021 would be the fourth year for Elden Ring. Um, Technically, if it's early 2017, which is what Wikipedia says, we are now kind of coming up on year four. Um, The Elden Ring subreddit's still a really funny place. Now that I'm seeing this, it's weird to, to hear the Elden Ring joke. Like, oh my god, when's it coming out? Because it was announced in 2019. Yeah, yeah. It... And, like, Sekiro was announced... Well, I think it's same... for the lack of any information the, at all. There's literally no information about it. Yeah, but every, like, every not, like, From but... game has been like that. They don't, like... Yeah, they don't like, release... Remember... I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that's true, I Pat. Remember. I think most most of the time like, when they announce a game, they show off They show off something from it. Yeah, Sekiro, like, they didn't. But they definitely did not for Sekiro. I know that for a Sekiro, fact. Sekiro, the, the teaser was his arm, and we had no... It was just, like, arm, Yeah, but it wasn't it almost... From soft. We were like, what the fuck is this? Okay, yeah, no, that's fine, but it wasn't, you know, like... That it was pretty soon after that there was more information. So, like, I think that's more the point of the Elden Ring conversation now is yeah. the fact that it's been so long there's been nothing else. Do you, can you... Because I, I don't remember anything on Sekiro until, like, the trailer trailer that came out a couple of years later. The Sekiro review. I don't. I don't remember it being that long, though. So that's the thing. I just I would have to look at the... So, when it was teased and when it, the trailer came so out. So the Sekiro... Rev- the teaser was December of 2017, we said, right? Mm-hmm. The reveal trailer is June of 2018, and the and show, uh, yeah, I'm watching that now. And that show is basically what exactly the game is, and then that and then it came out in 2019. Yes, it was a year after. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah, we're going so by that, yeah, little then, little I'll little be, yes, little less than a year because it would be yeah, June to like, March. So it was like, yeah. yeah. So I guess, so yeah, I guess we're like, Elder Ring is like a year behind, on, in terms of like. Yeah, so I, I get I get the okay. frustration. I mean, it's yeah. literally you know. Yeah, I get it too for sure. It's also from I forgot Activision publishes so weird. Whatever so weird. information we have on this is that it's supposed to be like a very large game, open world. Well, it's it's going to be the first time yeah. you have horseback riding. So, the character creator I think is supposed to be. I kind of hate that. What's it called? Um, not as goofy. I mean, it's cool that they're, it's it's cool that they're trying something different, you know. Like I would like to see FromSoft's take on it, you know. If Miyazaki um, had his way, this probably would have been out like years ago. Because Dark Souls Two was never supposed to exist. Dark Souls Three was never supposed to exist. He was done with the Souls games after the first after Dark Souls. He was done with Bloodborne after Bloodborne was out. They forced Dark Souls Two on him. 
or they forced Dark Souls Seeds to come out. He had no association with Dark Souls 2 at all. And then he said, okay, if you're going to make me, if you're going to make another Souls game come out, I will be there for three. <laughs> like, and then he attached himself to three and directed that game, which is why there's no Bloodborne sequel and why Dark Souls 3, he was like, he put his foot down and was like, I'm done. Like, no more, <clears throat> no more Dark Souls. Is he attached to Sekiro? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And then obviously he's attached to Elden Ring. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, any other games you guys want to talk about, Brian? Uh, yeah, Brian. yeah, I finally finally platinumed Ratchet and Clank. That took hey, hey, what a what a what a nightmare that was, huh? Yeah, any just so like word to the wise, like there. If anyone like is going for platinums, and just like don't get invested until you read through like the trophy guides, because I was like, yeah, this is easy. It's got like I don't know. It's like the 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 level of difficulty on the Power Picks guide is like really low. But there was like, there's one trophy specifically that's like, this is kind of a time sink. So just a heads up, like, yeah, it's easy, but it, it takes time. So I was just like, at that point, it was like the only one I was missing. So I was like, just stubborn about it which, which and trophy? had to see it through. You have to use a certain type of weapon on every enemy. Oh, in the game. yeah. I remember you telling me about this. So, and it was literally like, I, when I started New Game Plus, because it said everything I read said that it carries through. But when I jumped into New Game Plus, I was like a couple missions in already. Like, it wasn't, like, a fresh run. And, like, I, at that point, I figured I was going for it. I don't know what happened. But, like, got to the end, like, tried this, used the weapon on the boss, thinking uh, the trophy would pop. It didn't. It was, like, so deflating. <laughs> I was like, no, I got to do this all over again. What, but was it, it was, what I, weapon was it? Like, the weird, like, disco ball thing? The disco I ball thing, exactly. How did I know? You have to make every enemy dance. How the fuck did I know? <laughs> it's very silly. It's a very Ratchet and Clank thing. But yeah, finally got that done, and uh, been playing more uh, more Cyberpunk, which um, is like a love hate relationship right now, because <laughs> I think that game's incredible. But uh, every time like a character is just like floating, or my or my man is just like naked on my motorcycle, t posing real like, quick. Love, love that's my that favorite one. glitch. It's it just t it like though like the stupid ones like that don't bother me, and like I'll get like a laugh out of it. But I had one in like a main mission. That's, like, a lot of shit's going on. It's, like, really impactful to the story. And, like, this boss is supposed to come out of an elevator. And, like, you fight, like, this, you know, like a like a, like a a boss character. And fucking thing just got stuck in the elevator. Like, the story wouldn't progress. I had to, like, kill this thing in, like, a weird way. And then once me and the person I was with in the mission went into the elevator, this ca his character model just got stuck and then just got, like, pulled through the world. And, like, it just created, like, this, like, monster scenario where, like, there was just, like, this big blob in front of my character. <laughs> and, like, I thought it was, just, like, my game was going to just explode. And luckily it didn't. And I was able to, like, finish the mission. But, like, I remember just thinking to myself just, like, how far removed I was from, like, being invested in, like, the storyline at that point. Because I was, like, fucking, like, a like an elastic man, like, stretched out. Because, like, 100% like Stretch Armstrong mm -hmm. because his, like, character model just wouldn't stay put yeah. and just got, like, taken through an elevator. It just was, like, so fucked up. And then, like, within, like, the next cutscene, again, like, some heavy shit for, like, your character. And, like, shit was just floating. Like, a cigarette was floating. <clears throat> like, a cup was floating. Yeah, I got, like the, just I all got the floating cigarette a lot. Yeah, there's just, like, random, like, little items in the world that just, like, appear and just disappear. And I'm like, man, like, this game, like, I, I really, really like it. Like, because it's very much my shit in terms very, of, like, the, the, the aesthetic, the gameplay is fucking, when it works, it's a blast. Um... It's like in terms of like a first person shooter, I think it's like one of the best first person shooters from like a like like a single player 
first person shooter it's awesome and i love like all the rpg elements i'm very invested in like the upgrade tree in terms of like the crafting and stuff a lot of a lot of good stuff that i could say about cyberpunk but man the glitches just are fucking brutal i mean you're, and you're playing just, right it's, before it's we shame. started and you're like oh that guy just floated through a door <laughs> like, yeah was i was like... i'm again i'm in like i'm doing a mission that's like in terms of like the emotional aspect of it it's like very like heavy in terms of like the context because there's like a character they introduce and then like she's going through some shit and you have to like go on like a mission to like save her and you go with like with her friend and like the character that i'm with is literally just like walking through doors <laughs> and one more just floating and i'm like yo what the fuck game is it running like, any better or worse since they uh hot fix their hot fix so i was gonna just talk about that briefly so <laughs> When I first started the game, my first, like, eight or nine hours, I really didn't have any issues. Like, I... And I thought I was, like, I was like, getting lucky. I was like, I have, this is great. Like, I haven't run into any fucking problems. And then they released patch 1.1, which was, like, almost two gigabytes. That was, like... That's, like, their first major patch on the game. And then I, I fucking just... A ton of shit. It just started going. That's when I had, like, the crazy one that I just mentioned with the character getting stuck in the elevator and turned into, like, a fucking... Like, yeah. you know, the blob, of like, essentially. And... Then I, as I was doing more shit, and luckily for me, I'm just doing everything. I'm doing like every side mission that comes my way. So, like the next day after the patch released, PC Gamer wrote an article about how the the big patch introduced a fucking like game breaking bug, and of course, it is was literally at the mission I was like about to do, like the next story mission. Couldn't so have I was, just like, stayed on that one night and got past it, huh? It, well, that's the thing. I'm glad. No, if I, I'm glad I did oh, try to do right, it that's right. because that I would have been fucked. So, I mean, like they fixed it now, but like, granted, that would have like you know the few days that I've played since then, you know, like I had to just do side shit. You know, like I couldn't even progress the main story because I had to wait for them to patch this thing, which they since have, and I did the mission yesterday, and it was a cool mission. So I'm glad they fucking fixed it. But like, it's just, just like the whole situation of this game and like the state of it for how good it is when it's like running properly it just it's just fucking it's a sucks. shame it's a shame it fucking yeah. sucks and like i'm gonna see it through like i've played almost like i have like 20 hours now and i'm probably gonna have like 80 to 100 by the time i finish it because i want to do everything yeah um but yeah it's um it's it's tough it's uh it's definitely a love-hate relationship right now but uh yeah, that's really all I could say about Cyberpunk. So, um, I'm sure, you know, for the people that listen to this podcast, you'll hear me talk about it, you know, for mm -hmm. like the next three weeks while I uh, <laughs> continue to slam my head against the wall. Um, but the uh, we did play some Deep Rock Galactic, which is really cool. Yeah, I, 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 I want to play more of that. I had a lot Same. of fun. Yeah, that is, uh, that is a good time. I'm Watch out for the, to uh, play it because I have not yet. Watch out for the good. Flame Spiders. Yeah, y'all went off and just, like, left me to fucking die. <clears throat> yeah, but we also, died first. Yeah. Yeah, we did die I mean, first. if we were all together. No, yeah. No, it was my, my it's totally our fault. No, it's yours. <laughs> like, no, my, my and Brian's no. fault. No, you had it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the other, other thing I want to mention. up, Dan. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this a week or two ago or last week, whatever last time we recorded, but me and Andrew started Fallout 76, and I definitely want to play more of that. I've been thinking about it. Really? Even though, like, when me and you played it, you we had, like, a bug. <laughs> like, like the game glitched out. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. We couldn't kill that man. He was invincible. Yeah. His health bar wouldn't go down, and it was like, how you have to do this in order to progress, progress the story. Yeah. 
It was very funny because the the companion that I had at my like camp just like murdered that man real easy, and I was like, huh. Yeah, I was like, so at least that's like the fix for it, I guess. It also but, fucked me up that Jason used voice as a character. <laughs> yeah, and I was is like, very... is this is this is this Jason Muse? And I was like, I was like, distra- I was like, I, Brian, is this Jason Muse? <laughs> yeah, I had to like stop what I was doing yeah. and run over to this man and talk to him and find out if it's Jason Muse. It was indeed Jason Muse. It so. was Jason Muse. Yes, can confirm. Yeah, but the 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 thing I want to mention about Fallout seventy six was just very odd to me. Like playing it now, literally a year or so after its release, and like the game has had fucking like twelve to thirteen like patches and expansions, and it's like it is literally an entirely different game. Like yeah, I distinctly remember NPCs running around. Yeah, man. Like I distinctly remember watching streams of that game when it first came out because I was super interested in it, and it just like it just the structure of it was just so weird because there was literally no characters in the universe in the world besides the player characters. Like, you, who you're playing as, and then other people. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was just the automatrons and, you know, like, all that shit. And, like, now there's actually like quest lines with actual NPCs. And, like, the flow of the game, like, when it first starts, it just feels so organic with, like, go to this town, talk to this person. This person gives you quests. Then you got to build a settlement. And, like, the, just thinking about how that feels now versus, like, what it, what it was when it first came out. It's just crazy. And it just it's wild to me that that even exists and is a thing like that, how a game with any... Like, and I know, yeah, we say we talk about it all the time with No Man's Sky, how that's, like, an, a, to- a totally different thing, you know? But I feel like at its core, when you start No Man's Sky, it's still very similar. Yeah, it at is. Least, at least the beginning of it. Like, I'm, yeah. obviously now there's a fucking bazillion things in No Man's Sky. There's a ton of shit to do. But at least at the very start of that game, it's very much the same. Whereas with Fallout 76, it's entirely different. Yeah. Which like just blows my mind. It's cool that that game like went on to have a second life, and it still has like a hardcore player base. Yeah, it has a it has like, a cool following. Yeah. Like, some, and someone, I like someone dropped a nuke when we were playing. Like that was cool to like. The fucking hear. map is so ridiculous. The map yeah. is huge in that fucking game. Yeah. The um, and the one thing that I wanted to say is that I thought I think it's really cool the structure of it in terms of how when you start. Like, you could set the parameters if you want, like, PvP to be a thing, like, for people to just run up and murder you, like, other players, or you could set that to, like, off, or, like, they have to, like, you have to, like, ask if, like, you, like, hey, you wanna, you wanna fight? Yeah, like, I, yo, can I kill you quick? Yeah. So, like, like, I had someone run up and give me gifts, like, just randomly. Yeah. Just, so that was cool. Like, people are, I guess people are nice. Well, Dan has it now, so the three of us have to play. It's cool. I wanna play more of it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever get into, like, the crazy base building. Probably but, not. Well, you were... You know. That's all you wanted to do when we were playing. I, I, like... I couldn't just... The idea of just having, like, all of my shit in, like, a storage locker just on the floor, like, like literally outside somewhere... I didn't even like, have anything. ...bugged me till no end, so I was like, I have to at least build, like, a shack and put a cot in here. You spent like, a lot of time on that shack. I have a shack now, Andy. You what did, do you have? You, you did... I mean, you said you built us a beautiful home, so I, also, I there's I, there's two beds in there, baby boy. So I also, I also have a shack. We gotta add a yeah. third bed. Yeah, Stan's bed. <clears throat> I'll put you wow. on the second floor of my shack, Dan. Thank you. I got the second floor. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. I have, uh, I have zero fucking interest in that game. I'm glad that you guys are like into it, but I pl- I ha- I have played it since those changes have happened and like the NPCs and stuff. I just yeah. don't give yeah, a not, f- not, not, single not fuck about any of it. Hey man, it's not. It's definitely one of those things that's going to be super hit or miss. I mean, so. do, do you think at any part of that is because your friends play it and they talk about it, they talk to you about it? 
No, I don't care. If they can fucking oh. talk to me about it all they want. I just do you hate your friends, Pat? <laughs> no, I more I more meant like you know they're, they're like they're just like bugging you to play it or something. No, they don't even bug things. me to play. They just talk to each other about it, and I'm like, oh. I'm just in the group chat with them. But like, yeah, I just I don't know. I I have I played it for like a couple hours for a day. Um, they tried to they like ran me through some stuff, and I just had fucking like no fun. <laughs> like I just was not having fun at all playing that. I just, I don't know. Fair enough. Cool. All right. Yeah. So that's um. I think that's the that ends the uh the what are you playing segment. Could someone tell me about so, GameStop? Stonks. And the stock. Yeah. Stonks. Stonks, baby. Yeah. Good luck uh, figuring that out. How much uh, are uh, the turnips cost this week? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> uh yes. It's the stock market. Everybody needs to buy <laughs> Dogecoin. What, I don't, yeah, what, I, don't I don't know what is that. What is we're not getting it. We're not okay. getting into right. that because that's that's like way too so deep. Is, in terms is, is of anyone internet, here that can reliably bullshit. tell me what's going on with GameStop legitimately? Or we just Dogecoin, yeah, can, Dogecoin did did tank. By the way, I've been following it all all weekend. Well, I mean, if you were one of those people that bought Dogecoin when it was literally like less than a penny, yeah. and if that if you bought like fucking now, five now five thousand shares at less than a penny, even if it hits a penny, you've definitely made a profit. So it's a some, it's it's a little under two right now, like it's point. I just hate the fact that there's people out there who probably made a lot of money in the last mm. like 48, 72 hours on something called Do- Dogecoin. Yeah, I mean Dogecoin has been like a th- like once uh, Bitcoin like really like hit its stride and like people really started like paying attention to cryptocurrency and like all those other cryptos came out. Dogecoin was yeah, in there with them, uh, Ethereum and yeah, like all the other like, ones. Dogecoin was in the mix too, like back when that happened, however many years ago. That yeah, was. but that never, no, that it was never was like super it, low. It never hit never, a fucking crazy yeah, fever pitch it was like more, some of the other ones. But. It was more of just an internet joke yeah, it's a thing meme, that it's someone a meme, was able to, it's a meme crypto or whatever. That someone was able to make a fucking cur- an internet currency. Yeah. Fucking crypto is fucking ridiculous. Alright, um, so yeah, GameStop in terms of the I guess like the logistics of what's going on. So, um, the name of the Reddit group is Wall Street, Bets. Wall Street Bets, and pretty much GameStop stock is just like you know due to the hedge fund that was tied to so it. So I can was... I can give you like some f- decent information about this. Yeah, read read what you have, Pat. Um, so there was a hedge fund called Melvin Capital that like put out an article, um. Basically, like trying to short sell GameStop stock, uh, which is basically like gambling that like the stocks that those like GameStop stocks are going to drop. Um, and if it was to do that, basically you just make money back and whatever. Um, <clears throat> so once that article went out, this Reddit basically just like a, a bunch of Reddit shit posters like saw the article and was like, "Yo, fuck these guys," and went out and. Um, just fucking like bought up a ton of GameStop stocks and like skyrocketed it. Uh, they basically fucking. It, it, I think it was called a short squeeze, is what it's called. I was reading up yep. on it like relatively yeah. yep. recently. Yeah. Um, so doing what they did, they got the sh- the shares up to two hundred dollars a share. From whatever it was, I think it was like super low. I don't remember the exact number. Yeah, it was at at its lowest. I think it was like sub five dollars. Yeah, so yeah, it was like it was it was low. I, I'm on um Robinhood right now. I can tell you how low it was. Yeah, so this meant that 
Melvin Capital, the hedge fund that initially was trying to short sell these stocks, um, it was like had seventeen dollars beginning of the month. So they had to cover. I think it was like over a hundred dollars, hundred eighty dollars per share for all the shares that they tried to short sell, and it came out to like billions of dollars. Like, and basically to the point where like this like pretty much this group of Reddit shit posters like put these fucking people out of business, and like their hedge fund will be probably shutting down. Um, to the point where like a bunch of other hedge funds like injected them with like billions of dollars and then it fucking went up more and they lost that money too. So like Melvin Capital's fucked like a couple of these other hedge funds that like injected money just lost billions of dollars also. So it's just like a, it's a fucking wild ride right now. It's just, just crazy. Just goes to show how the American stock market makes fucking zero sense and how it, just how much money it's, is involved it's in it. It's just and it's all it's all rigged to go a certain way. Like now because because of what's happening and like, you know, regular people are buying up these stocks and like making the fucking the the, the price skyrocket. Now they're implementing like a lot of these places like Robinhood, I think was the first one to do it. Made it so that you couldn't buy GameStop stocks at all. Yeah, and they started to sell off people's shares yeah. because to to try to to try to make it less volatile, yeah. to try to like steady the, you know, flatten the curve essentially. Yeah, and like all, which the, is just, all these, oh, like, should be illegal. It is illegal. Yeah. That's they're not how that works. At, yeah, they're being looked at. Same thing with all, like, th- there's a lot of hedge fund people that are all, like, trying to do similar things where they're, like, basically trying to stop, like, regular people from being able to do what they're doing. And that's not how that works. It's a fucking, it's a free market. Like, we can. If if my if my ass wants to go and spend three hundred dollars on GameStop stocks and make a butt ton of money on it, I can. Like it doesn't have to just be them. Yeah. The joke I'm seeing all over um <laughs> the joke I see all over Twitter is um it's like all oh, all the rich people are just like I'm taking my ball and going home. I saw yeah. I saw yeah. um it was like almost like a like a political cartoon of it was like uh, how the media how the media is spinning this whatever stock market thing and it was like this water pipe that was coming out and it was just like sh- shooting water into like this big fat man's mouth and it just said like the poor poor civilian reddit posters and he was just getting like gorged with water and then like over like halfway down the pipe there was like these little drip of water and like this skinny frail little like person and it was like hedge fund billionaires and he was like trying to like just catch some like a, like a couple of drips like it was yeah it's so I, I ridiculous. saw a, a video. I, I don't know who the guy was, but he was on an interview, and then he started to cry mm-hmm. about how people are targeting rich people and like just everything. Oh my god, dude, was that just one was like, so who the good. Fuck, thinks you feels bad for you. Yeah, you're like a billionaire. No one fucking mm-hmm. feels bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, all these billionaire hedge funds are getting fucked right now, and it's great. <laughs> The fucking the, the sad thing is, is like yeah, they're losing a lot of money, but it's really not like no, because there's, they, there's not going to be any like legal changes no, to anything, no, and if they, they won't are, be... they're going to be against us. So 100, percent yeah, and these these hedge funds will get bailed out a thousand percent because they they have in the past. So mm-hmm. nothing will change. Time is a flat circle. The American <laughs> stock market is still broken. It always yeah. will be broken. So yeah, the the good for you know the group of uh, redditors that fucking banded together and said yeah fuck this we're gonna like we're gonna fuck up their day and some people made some some money in this so yeah good for them but you know when it's all said and done and the dust settles nothing nothing will change from this.
And if it does change, so. it's going to change for the worse, and it's going to impact us, if anything. Yeah, I mean, it already started. It already has. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Robin Hood, you know, they've stepped in because, you know, the guy that fucking owes the yeah, app, you know. I think he's... He doesn't want to get sued by billionaire hedge fund owners that have more money than God. I think like, he's affiliated with one of the hedge funds. Like I think he's like part he, of. One well, of they, them. yeah, they 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 have partners in it because they yeah. all buy and trade and and fucking you know manipulate the market mm-hmm. to to get where they are. I mean that's like and that's like the thing. Like there's there's a, I, like not to get too fucking deep into this conversation, but like the the owner of Barstool Sports was like getting involved on tw- in, on Twitter with the the new owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, because his hedge fund had to like float money to one of the hedge funds that was like being impacted and like this whole fucking big thing back and forth. And it's just like, yo, if, if you think that all the, all of the people who are billionaires, like haven't done shady shit, like they all have to get where they are, every single one of them. Mm -hmm. So it's just like that. You can't look at one or like a group of, of, you can't hate, you know, it's like, if you're going to hate one, you got to hate them all. That's So, you know, it's, and that's the thing. Nothing of this, like, yeah, it's great for some people who are able to fucking, you know, make a dime off off of all this nonsense. Like, that's awesome, you know. Like, but then again, I do love like the fucking, the videos of people who are like, "This is how I made fifty thousand dollars on the on the GameStop stock." Like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like, you fucking gambled. Yeah, he literally you just f- bought you, a bunch of stocks. It went up really you, high, and he said, "Okay," and he sold it. <laughs> you fought like that's it. There's no strategy. Yeah. To, there was no strategy to any of this. Like <clears throat> no. everybody involved fucking gambled and mm-hmm. it worked out. Yep. That's it. Yeah, it's crazy. It is very, very much that. If you want a um a good video, um that breaks it all down in like actual terms, um there's this finance YouTuber Graham Stephen or Stefan. I don't know if it's Stephen or Stefan, but you know S T E P H A N. Um, he does a really good video on it. He's super knowledgeable. He's like, this is like the content he makes. Like he's all about financing and stuff like that. So, um, if, if you want a really good breakdown of what exactly was going on, the science behind it and whatnot, uh, check him out. He also just put up a video today. I didn't, I didn't look it up yet, but it's all about the, uh, um, um, the shit that Robin Hood is facing for what they've been doing. I think they're getting sued. Yeah, it's a class action. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, but yeah, check out his video, Graham Stephen, Graham Stephen, whatever. Um, I watched his video and he actually made me understand it. Word. Yeah. It's crazy. He's also really good. He's a good YouTuber. I like him. Crazy I, I watch shit. All this stuff. Cool. Crazy shit. Don't fucking. I love stocks. You're the one that asked us to explain it, you bitch. Well, not. I mean. For the people, yeah, bitch. Well, you specifically said, "Can somebody make me understand this?" And did I say that? You did. You, you did. did say that. Yeah. No, well, I understand more that. now than I did before I came in here. So you guys, all right, did that's a good all job. we can. That's all we can hope for. Thank you. I mean, I kind of knew the basics. I just didn't feel comfortable, confident talking about it. All right. Now I know what it means, but how about you? You tell me, just for the <laughs> yeah. people that don't. Yeah. Just now let's move on Let's move on to things that I do understand. Uh, Apex Legends gets a new uh, legend on February 2nd. His name is Fuse. He's Australian. He's got a lot of explosives. Another Australian man that does bombs in a game. So, so I mean, his abilities are kind of cool. I mean, they look kind of, I don't know, kind of looks like he's going to be the type of like, character you're either going to love to play as or you're not going to like to play as him. Um, his passive is he stacks an extra grenade per inventory slot, which I'm assuming... Just means he gets to carry double the grenades for 
the same amount of space, right? Yeah, so if, like, one frag, like, you know how in a backpack, like, each grenade or arc star is one space? Yeah, he can it's do two. St- it's st- it stacks, yeah. Oh, okay, so that's cool. Each, so yeah, you can basically so have, like, seven grenades, eight grenades. Eight grenades. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I think... I so, Dan, yeah, go on, and then I'll make uh, a and comment then, about that. And then he could fire grenades farther, <clears throat> faster, and more accurately... Um, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't throw grenades. He, no, he launches, like, launches them. Of his arm. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, so if you're someone who likes grenades, I personally always try to keep like at least a thermite and like an arc star on me. So that's definitely cool. Um, but if you're someone who doesn't, then yeah, this is kind of pointless. Um, his tactical ability—it's called Knuckle Cluster. He launches a cluster bomb that continuously expels air, bursts explosive explosives on impact. So I guess it's just a bunch of little explosions around you. Which I'm assuming is kind of like, the, I guess maybe like a. It's a it seems like it's a, a mini of uh, like Gibraltar or, Gibraltar or Bangalore's. Yeah. yeah. I thought does um, it does it do like does it like flash you at all? I don't know why I feel like it does. It might no. disorient in a different way, but I think it, bit, I think yeah. it's it's the same effect that the airstrike has. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, well, like the ground shakes, you're probably like that, but I guess smaller, obviously, because it's his tactical ability. So. Uh huh. Um, and then his ultimate ability, which I I didn't didn't realize this is what this did. But fire. It, yeah, it launches a, a, a big circle that's a fire. Around. So I, I, I imagine that, like, that fire's got to fuck you up. Yeah. Like, so, you, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of people try to, like, obviously no one knows how much damage it will do, but people are stating that this ultimate can be, like, either, like, really good and make him, like, meta for a while because of his other abilities, or it's yeah. going to be fucking pointless. Yeah. Because like, if it's, like, you could just jump over the fire and minimal damage, like, maybe, like, a bar of... Of uh, uh, armor, like yeah, fuck it. Who fucking cares? That's like, the thing. Is if it's, it's gonna melt it's, your armor if you go through it, then yeah, that's incredible. You yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah. So that's like the the point of contention that like I've seen from a lot of people who like play Apex a lot and like assess these things. They've said that this thing is either it's gonna make or break his character in terms of being like a mainstay in like people's teams. Yeah. Um. Simply because like it needs to be like double the damage of what like a thermite grenade is. Yeah. I mean, and like, realistically. Yeah. Getting caught in a thermite hurts you bad. So like, that's the thing, though. But like, you step... through it doesn't hurt you. Just if you if you're no. in any period. Well, yeah. So if I'm you're in assuming... a bad if you're yeah, if you're in a bad position, then a thermite critic <clears throat> can really fuck so you I'm up. I'm assuming but, like... that running. I would hope that running through it is going to be something because that's kind of the point of it is to try to like enclose people. Yeah. So there's got to be a well, reason like, why they that's don't. That's like Wat- Watson's uh, uh, tactical ability. Like running through her fence hurts yeah. a lot. Hurts yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so with something like that, that makes a lot of sense. It also then you then you start thinking about like how thick is it or how big it is, you know. And also, if it, it's gonna fuck you up like that, then like the circle has to be pretty small. How thick? You know what I mean? It, oh, I mean not uh, uh, not small. Has to last not that long because there's no way you're gonna be able to trap somebody in there for two fucking minutes while you're killing. You know what I mean? Like if it's that it does that much damage, like twenty seconds maybe. And it's yeah, I can't imagine. It's probably gonna last probably as long as. Like Gibraltar's airstrike, or which is about like by twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah or uh, Bangalore's airstrike. Yeah. Um. I. I just. I'm thinking about like combinations that you can do, and like that like ring of fire and Gibraltar's airstrike like, at the oh, same yeah. time, and just like fucking closing somebody in on that would be crazy. Yeah. That and like uh, a Cossack's gas, Cossack's gas grenade. Like you just like yeah. fucking just like uh, the combinations could be really cool and really deadly, and that's exciting. Yeah. For sure. Getting that for show. Yeah, I'm cool. I mean, I, I, I you know, I, 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 the past couple characters, none of the abilities have been like aggressive, Dude. like, you Loma. know, 
Yeah, I know Lola's she's not aggressive, great, but she's great. But yeah, she's just meant to gear up. In Endgame, she's besides her ring thing, her ultimate's kind of pointless in the end, the end game because you're you're probably already loaded out by mm-hmm. that point. Um, I don't see anyone use machine gun girl. Um, she's then, okay uh, on the she's okay on the newer map. I think was it Olympus. You can mount her machine gun to the back of those cars. Yeah. And just fucking ride around with that thing on the back. That's actually really cool. I've seen people, not for her ultimate, but her tactical, the shield. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen people use that a lot in late game, and it's like super valuable because uh, if you it have, boosts, if it you have shots through the, it also if you have bad positioning, you get good positioning with a nice shield mm-hmm. that you can cool. just pop that pop down anywhere. I will yeah. say though, I have had instances using. I, I use her a few times, um, and there was a couple instances where I like threw out my like my deployable cover or whatever. And if it gets shot while it's building itself, it just disappears. So <laughs> that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, eh, maybe that's something they could fix, or maybe that's. A I pl- think they like, might have actually. I think there was a patch recently that uh, yeah. had something to do with her. I don't remember. If that was <sighs> One like. thing I've noticed, and I have I haven't played as her character. Um, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember her name. I, I, she does yeah, like the, the newest, the, the newest character, yeah, Horizon, with the Horizon. with the gravity the gravity lift thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo. That is like the meta right now. Every team that like like steamrolls me or like my team, it's because of that. That like the fucking arc pull thing that she has the, that re- the, is like the Zend- black hole thing. Yeah, like what's her For the all. character that you you play as, as in Overwatch? It's like Loba. the same exact concept. Loba. No, no, no. no. Uh, Zarya. She throws like uh, her, like Horizon oh, throws Overwatch, out that Zarya, black yeah. hole thing. Like her her alt is like that black hole. That she throws out. That thing is super <clears throat> o- overpowered. You can just, like, run out of it. You can, like... But, but if you're, like... Th- Alright, so... Yeah, it has to be a very good you throw. Can. Like, if it gets thrown and all three of us get caught in it, and, like, their team is right on that shit, you're fucked. But if they, like, well, throw it in, like... It's just kind of like, eh. You can, you can run at it. Like, if they don't throw it, like, right at you, you can get at every, it. Every time I've come across someone using it, it's been that, like... If the team focus fires on even one person, because like that's no yeah, that's I mean in, in Apex that's really you know team shooting is, is like key because it, that you could just melt any armor with team shooting, but like com- if you tie that with her ultimate the black hole thing, like it just even because it just stops from you from what you're doing and disorients the shit out mm-hmm. of you like you can't you can't get a clean shot off while that thing's like fucking flipping you around so yeah. it's like. Anytime I've had someone use it on me, it's it. There's literally no shot I have because I'm getting pulled in the other direction. I don't even know where the shots are coming from. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I could, like, skirt out of that thing, I have no health. I'm, like, basically yeah. dead. Yeah, also her little, like, gravity elevator thing, if people know how to use it. Is, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's ridiculous. You go really high. Yeah, I don't think there's any other... You can also, like, use, ability. like... You can also use, like, your heels and, like, all that shit, like, while you're up there, too. Really? So, like... Yeah, I, I was playing, I think I might have been with you and Teddy. maybe John, no. Dan, or Teddy, maybe. Um, but we were fighting something. A horizon showed up. She, like, threw her fucking elevator down, like, in between, like, these tall trees. And she just disappeared into the leaves. And I had no fucking idea where she was. And she just healed herself up and then popped out and murdered me. Wow. I was no, like, that, mm. all right, that's, cool, that's great. That's genius, but that, no, that wasn't <laughs> with me because I would have been like, oh, that's amazing, actually. I give that person credit. That's awesome. That's, yeah. I, I don't know if it did it on purpose or not, but it worked out really well for him. Yeah. That's funny. But, uh, well, yeah, I'm excited. Any more Apex stuff is good to me. All right, this is a little more of an obscure one. We don't really, I don't really know much about it, but um, apparently L- Laura Croft's timelines are getting meshed together, meaning the old games and the new games somehow. 
Um, so, like, you know how, like, the newer ones kind of went in order? Like, the mm-hmm. first one, second one, third one? Somehow, the old games fit. I never played the old games. I don't know the stories, uh, personally. And I always thought those two Loras were super different, like, in terms of, like, how the character was. So, I don't really know how you somehow uh. make that make that like canon where that, that all happens the and this first... also ties into the new netflix series as well which is why this all started the original lara croft like the first game the first tomb raider game you play she's like established in what she does so she's kind of a veteran mm-hmm. so she's not like surprised by like all this wild shit that's going on like to a degree but not like not like the lara in these newer games um, so, I mean, realistically, you could just count the three newer games as, like, prequels leading up to oh, yeah, that would make the, her sense, in right? that point yeah. in the original Tomb Raider. Okay, that makes sense. Like, there in, were... In the old, does she kill people in the old mm-hmm. games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's, and... um, uh, there's a couple of, like, the older games that are technically prequels to the first one, I believe. Yeah. Andy, you can probably verify that better than I can. What was it? I'm sorry. There's a couple of like the older Tomb Raider games, like before this new trilogy came out. Weren't like mm-hmm. a couple of the older Tomb Raider games like prequels to the original Tomb Raider? I think so. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know which ones? That that kind of stuff. Like there is a precedent for all that. So again, they could very easily just be like, "Oh yeah, this is Lara now. <laughs> like she's an adult. Like yeah. check her out." I guess it makes sense. I guess you could kind of weave it any way you want. But I think yeah. that was kind of interesting because like I feel like. There's two. There's pretty big gap between the original games and then the the newer games. Yeah, I'm also curious how the Netflix series either could be really cool or probably super lame. But Netflix mean, is announcing all these animes, for, like video game animes, and I, I just want them. Like, right, the at. Tomb Raider was a big one. What was the other one? There was another big franchise that they announced. Like, right, Tomb Raider, Cyberpunk, Cyber. Hyperlight Drifter, Hyperlight is getting Drifter. one. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Really? I didn't know that that's was a thing. I'm really excited. Okay, that. that's Wait, awesome. Let me, let me make sure I'm not. Hyperlight Drifter, really? So it's sure Adam. Oh, my God. Do you think it would be, Hold like, on. the same kind of art style as the game? Wait, wait, let's make sure I'm not making that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hyperlight Drifter TV series in the works from the Castlevania uh, creator. What? Yeah, yeah. They just need to just yo, give Dan's reaction, dog. Give, what? Yo, that's fucking awesome. Well, any any yeah. any Netflix anime that they ever make ever should only ever be done by that studio. <laughs> ever. Yeah, I'm just thinking about like I, I mean I, I mean I, I like Hyperlight Drifter a lot. I probably like like this like the, the aesthetic of it. Yeah, the aesthetic and like the story more than I like actually playing it. So like watching it is probably exactly what I want. That's really cool. And Castlevania is like fucking you know fucking great. <laughs> So, I didn't finish that other one, uh, of uh, Gods and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, I'm one. still where we stopped Pat after the second episode. Where we watched Same. It. It's I had, uh, I, just, I, I, I didn't it. finish. I didn't finish. <coughs> I liked it. I thought it was good. It was uh, definitely not as strong as Castlevania. Not even near. Not nearly as good. But yeah. inter- animation was cool, and I thought the uh, the story definitely. Uh, yeah, it was just fun. It was a we fun that, anime. Yeah, I don't. I neither do Pat hated it. It just wasn't like you know. We there just wasn't like super tons of motivation to go back and watch <sighs> more of it. Talk about it. if we want to talk about some anime. Fucking Attack on Titan season four. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, we can talk about that. that An off topic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey. We're almost um, there. We're almost there. We're close enough. Hey. We are almost there. Yeah. Last thing. This is a quick one, but I just want to throw this out there because I'm very fucking excited for it. So I don't think this is confirmed yet, unless somebody can can. Uh, confirm it now for me but there's a, apparently a report that Diablo 2 remake is being in development by uh, Vicarious Visions Vicarious Visions um, which is fucking 
uh, insane. I can't like I like I Diablo two is up there top three games of my life. I've put put more hours to that game than I even want to admit. I played like full summers of just nothing but sitting at my fucking computer in my basement playing that fucking game. So like to see that like remade like to that extent, it, 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 it like that would be incredible. And like that like even after like Diablo three came out, like I don't know about like right now, but like the like the economy and like the player base of Diablo two stayed like it, it, it was a thing like always like the, there was still like the, a website like there used to be a, a a forum that I used to go on that had like a separate currency to trade items. It was called D two JSP. And I was obsessed with it. I think, Brian, remember I told you about it back in the day? Mm-hmm. And you signed up, uh, and, like, you, you posted, like, a little bit, but you never really got too into it. That, I'm pretty sure, is still up and running, which goes to show it's that. And that they tried to go into Diablo 3, but the 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 way the, the currency and the website didn't, didn't work for it. So, like, people still fuck with Diablo 2 hard now. And, like, and like just, I'm just trying to, like, if they, if they could somehow, like, recapture, like, that whole, like, you know, like, the way like you would level characters up and you did like bail runs and Diablo runs and all that stuff and kind of get the economy going again, like where it was when that game was like at its peak. Like, I, I don't think it's, I, I really can't imagine it would ever be to that extent again, but if they could even like recapture that, that even the magic, slightly, right? yeah, it would be incredible. Like I, re- like I, like I remember going, this is like well before, like you can like, buying things online in games felt okay. This is well before that. And I went on and there used to be, uh, so these games were like, you went into the game and then you had shadows inside the game. That's when you, that's when you talk. That's how Starcraft was. That's how Diablo was. That's how the original Warcrafts were. Um, and you could go to different channels. You could make your own, you could talk to your friends or you could just go into general chats. And that constantly that was spammed in those chats were websites where you could go and you could buy items. So you would be like, Oh, here's five real dollars. And you give me this weapon that's hard to find. And, you know, I was like, I don't know, you know, 12. So I, I, I you know, never did that, obviously. And I was if like, I, you know, I was going to ask my mom for her fucking credit card to go do this weird fucking scam video game transaction. So I uh, I was one of the last times I really was into Diablo 2. I was probably 18 or 19 and I had my own money. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to see what happens. Totally thought I was going to get scammed. Spent 150 fucking dollars. Because, like, I like, went on the website, and you could select what you want. And I was, like, a fucking kid in a candy store. I was like, I'll take fucking two of these. I'll take one of these fucking things. I never even heard of what this is, but I want it. You know? And then what happens is you give them your money, and then I think they take, like, 24 hours to get back to you. And then they send you a mule character. That's, like, a character that's just empty with just your, your items in. Or, like, you would have one for yourself, but this is theirs. And they would give you the password to it. And then you go in, and that's where you get all your items from. And uh, totally don't to get scammed because that sounds fucking scary as hell. And then I went in and got all my items and it was fucking awesome. And I was so happy. And like, just remember thinking back how sketchy that is. So like if they could have some like type of like system like that, that's a little more, like, a little safer. Um, that's awesome. Like, and there used to be like these things called high runes, which were like how you like the best weapons in game, uh, the we- weapons and armor were, you know, like sockets in, in uh, mm-hmm. armor and stuff like that. If you would have to find certain things with the amount of sockets, and if you put runes in a certain order, it created a super a high-powered version of a of a piece of armor or something like that. Um, so, 
Like, those were super hard to find, and there were certain runes that were really useful to make these combinations of weapons and armor, and there were certain runes that weren't. So some runes cost a lot of money, and that was, like, basically the currency, where literally you go into a thing and be like, all right, I want that piece of armor. I'll give you four high runes for that. And, like, there was, it was, like, conversion tables and everything, like, depending on, like, how, how many high runes costed a certain thing and which high runes were more... I, I know I'm kind of getting to the weeds here, but point being... <laughs> Like, if they can recapture any of that, I will be a happy, happy, happy boy. Because that w- took over my life for so many years, and I'm very excited for it. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll <clears> if it is that. real, if it is for reals, Vicarious Visions is attached to it, and they are very good. They were... I know they. I don't think they were the only studio, but they were part of the Insane Trilogy, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they, did, they worked on that game, and they helped Bungie with uh, the... Um, Forsaken DLC when that dropped. So they are a very good studio. They also did the uh, Tony Hawk <coughs> 1 and 2 remake. There you go. So oh, they, yeah. they do very, very faithful actual remakes. So if this is real, then I think you're... we have to more, say goodbye to Dan. It's, well, no, you, you, fuck, you think you fuckers aren't going to make you guys play <laughs> this with me? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. Same. It's also like, you know... I, I, my thing is more is not really what they're going to do. It's more the player base getting back into it to make this happen. Well, the economy I think if it's, is only going to be there if the players are there. Yeah, I mean, and the if, player was, will be there as long as Blizzard doesn't fuck it up. If it's yeah. a faithful enough adaptation, I think the players will be there. I think so. Also, because, yeah, because, I mean, if I feel like that, there's probably plenty of people mm-hmm. out there that feel the same yeah. way I do. This well, also has to be, like, years and years and years and years off, I feel like, because they can't release it too close to Diablo 4. Correct. Because I feel like it will fuck Diablo 4. Oh, I yeah. think people would rather just play 2. Because it's the same. Especially after getting Diablo 3, where a lot of the hardcore Diablo heads, like, weren't crazy about 3. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know? So it's going to be... I, this is either a ways off or Diablo Four is a ways off, yeah. and I would say that the Diablo Two remake yeah. is the one that's a ways. I, off. I definitely agree with you, Andrew. Cause that, that's a good point because it's like certain games, like when they like re release StarCraft, like the first one, and like that mm-hmm. was cool. But like, like I was saying to you guys before, I'm not going to go back and play that one online multiplayer with you guys to show you StarCraft. Because that's just not the best version of StarCraft that's out right now. No, StarCraft yeah. Two clearly is the best version of StarCraft right now. Diablo Two, there's way more than just like to experience that story. Some people, I'm sure that's all it is. They're going to play it once to get the story. That's it. You'll see it later. But there's so much more to Diablo than that. Or like Warcraft Reforged that's been out for a little bit. Like mm-hmm. no one's jumping into that to do weird trades or anything. They're just going to play the story. Be like, oh, I remember playing this when I was like, you know, early 2000s. Cool, whatever. Okay, bye. You know, there's a lot more substance. But if Blizzard didn't fuck it up, well, sure. Warcraft course. Reforged could have been that. People were yeah, pumped about right. Reforged, and it came out and it was not received well. Exactly. Yeah. Diablo 2 <clears throat> very, you know, very much could be that, though. You know, I like hope so. what mm-hmm. they're really going for. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why, I mean, with Vicarious Visions attached to it, I really think it has, like, a, a real real leg to stand on because they are a good studio when it comes so, to like, remakes and stuff now the other side of this coin which is in this article that we should talk about is vicarious vicious is now owned by blizzard so like now like a lot of that stuff well, is going to be i think technically vicarious visions is owned by activision which is owned which blizzard is also owned is by. That, yeah no that's how um, the tony hawk some, remake was made. yeah no there's something that happened though no oh, the team now like, working on its former Activision subsidiary, Vicarious Visions, which is now part of Blizzard Entertainment. 
Yes. Oh, okay. So the team is just absorbed into Blizzard. Then? Yes. So that so like again, Blizzard is the one who made Diablo two what it was. So that I think bodes even more well for that. But again, a Blizzard has been known to fuck some things up in the past. This is also all pending on whether or not this is actually real happening. <laughs> you know, don't even fucking put the juju out there, Pat. This is like I've I've been hearing rumors. About this for a it little, makes little sense. bit now. It makes sense. Because, like, again, I'm not, yeah. I'm definitely not the only weird Diablo 2 guy out there that probably would yeah. fucking bust a nut for this. So, yeah, no. You know. But, yeah. There's a good chance of it happening. And I would say that the merge was specifically for this, seeing the success of, of, um, of, uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, and seeing the success of Crash Bandicoot, and just seeing what Vicarious Visions was able to do. With, you know, like like remaking those two games. If you think yeah. about it, the only like, reason the only reason the, Crash Four even exists is because Vicarious Visions, what they did with the insane insane trilogy, and just brought fucking yeah. Crash back into yeah. the spotlight. So oh, uh, here's here's a little more actually to this. Uh, <clears throat> Blizzard Team One is the people who. Worked on StarCraft 2 and Heart of the Swarm. Uh, they're responsible for the Diablo 2 remake. Um, but then after th- Reforged sucked, they took that project away from Team 1. And then that's when they gave it to Vicarious Visions, and which merged into Blizzard. So I think... So... Uh, uh, and then... So I don't think Vicarious Visions exist anymore. I think no, it's, it sounds like it's just like their own team at Blizzard now. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Jen o- O'Neill, who was the Vicarious Visions studio head, is now effectively the executive vice president of development for Blizzards. For Blizzard. So, yeah. So that's kind of so they literally absorbed it completely. It's not even mm-hmm. like it's just a, under their umbrella. Like they, it's it's just a part of them now, which is probably a good thing because that's just a lot more money. But now it's just. I don't think you're gonna see anything like Tony Hawk <laughs> remastered anytime soon from that. From not that, unless but. fucking Blue Point gets a hold of it. <laughs> yeah, true. But <clears throat> cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Very excited for that. Uh, that's it. I can tell you just went into like a fucking ten minute. It, yeah, if anyone wants deep to dive ch- into the economy of Diablo two, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to chat with me more about uh about it, let me know. I will. You know more about the Diablo two economy than you know about our own economy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the stock market. I mean, all right. Yeah, sure. I know a lot about economy stuff, dude. I, you know, graphs, stocks, arrows. Stocks. You know? Yeah, I get it. Uh, <coughs> pie graphs. Pie, pie graphs. Bar charts. <laughs> pie charts. Line graphs. Line graphs. I know. I've been, I've been through it. Big tra- fan of pie charts. Big fan of pie. Big fan of pies. Cool. I do like pies. You guys want to talk about some off-topic? Yeah. I'll go quick. Yeah. I don't have much. Uh, still watching My Hero Academia. It's great. So it's season three. Uh, when Deku went uh, one for all, one million percent, teared up a little bit, not going to lie. It's fucking <laughs> sick. Didn't know he could do that. Kind of stupid that he could do that, to be honest, because it's like that doesn't make any sense. But it was I cool. Think that, I, truthfully, I really think that's just like... <laughs> Him exaggerating, I think it's just a hundred percent. No, he <laughs> fucked like, that fucked that guy up. He did. He didn't fuck him up any other times. He punched him. He fucked him up a million percent because he went a hundred percent. He wasn't no, he, going. No, he was he going? A, yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he did a five percent. Did nothing. He did a hundred percent. 
like the guy's like, oh, oh, I got so many muscles. Oh, and the then muscle he, guy. That, yeah, they, and then he did a million percent, and, the, and he knocked the fuck. He knocked him out. I remember, I remember it was, now. It was You're sick. Right. I teared You're up. Right. He fucked him up. He did. I put a little water boy with his weird hat. You see a little, yeah, little, little <laughs> mini uh, angry ass ketchup. <clears throat> yeah, punches Deku in the dick a bunch. Does that happen? I think he kicks him in the balls or something. At no, some point. Something stupid. I mean, it, it's a, that's a very clear like Adam, like you know, little, little kid like super hates mm-hmm. heroes. <clears throat> then all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden now at the end of the episode, he's like, oh, I love my hero Deku. He saved his life, dog. Shit. Yeah, whatever, dude. He fucking he he, one for all. Detroit, like. It was is Detroit? What's the other one he says? Detroit. Detroit. Smash. No, uh, Detroit is another one because he says both of them in that in that what he does. A Delaware. Delaware. Detroit. Delaware. Smash. I'm like, <clears throat> oh fuck, and he's doing both. Wait till dude. you. Wait till you see. What is he doing? Eight million. Eight bajillion see, Smash. Wait till you see all my do the United States of Smash. Is that a, does that happen? Yeah, thou, yeah, thousand percent. Like wait. Okay, so I don't really want to spoil it. I guess this, but like, does it all might like? Can he like not hold his form for long? How's he doing? He fucking held he it for long it? enough to do the United States of Smash, dude. <laughs> oh, God. See, that, how, many that epi- got... how many episodes is My Hero Academia? <clears throat> About 100. Uh, okay. So what's that, like? Or maybe 80? Four, no, you're, yeah, four seasons? Like, yeah, four seasons. Because you're on season three, and you're on, like, well, I think, 50. Um, no, I'm, like, episode, seasons. like, 44. So I think it ends around okay. 60. And I think with the last one, I think it ends around, like, 90 at the fourth season. It goes uh, quick, it though. Goes it's one of those. Quick. It's It's good enough that, like, you don't. You don't feel like you can watch like five episodes and be like, oh. <laughs> There's also it's also like at least the fir- the first two seasons and the third looks like are two major arcs mm-hmm. and some lull in between and like in the beginning or the end. But like the ma- there's like two very large peaks in the in the in the two arcs and the the, the arcs are fucking awesome. Like the- pretty much every pretty much every season has a major arc that happens in every one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It takes like maybe like three or four episodes to get into it, and then it yeah. fucking goes like balls to the wall. So I was lo- I was looking into it a little more, and it's like like uh, I think like why I think it's so cool is like the 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 like the lead writer on it is like a huge Marvel fan, yeah, and like he was like been quoted saying like Spider Man is his favorite hero like in any mm-hmm. medium, and like so a lot there's a lot of like Western influences in uh in a lot yeah. of the characters because like they have a lot of heroes and like students and they all have different powers. They're all very unique, also very unique. I mean, there's like you know there's like the Invisible Girl, the guy who like mm-hmm. gets hard. Well, his body, you know, he fucking like gets hard, you know, gets hard. But like, there's also like, just as an example, there was a fucking guy with like his teeth were razor blades, yeah. and like, and that was his power. Like, he could extend them and try to stab you with his razor yep. blade teeth. Like, and it was like cool. Like, it wasn't like weird. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's a great show. Yeah, but, and then uh, uh, this there's like another guy in one of like the other class that can also just get hard, but he's a different type of hard. Well, one's metal and the other guy's yeah. rock. <laughs> yeah. But that, but that's funny because they're also like the same type of personality. So like in the yeah. second season when they're just punching each other in yeah. the face, doing the exact, and then they arm wrestle. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, that like I feel like that, like they, like that show is like super self-aware where like, like it has some anime bullshit, but they also kind of like, know they got mm-hmm. some anime bullshit in there. So it doesn't get too much on its on its own head about it. Well, that's why I like I, I I like the writer so much because I think he is a like he's very aware of like the regular like the anime tropes, and he's like he tries his best to avoid that shit. Yeah. Um, because like you know you watch a Marvel comic and they you don't they don't spend like four forty yelling or forty four, issues, four issues yelling. Like yeah, they don't spend like forty issues or whatever like through like one fight. It's like a lot of shit happening like almost yeah. all the time. Yeah, and he, he, I think he took that influence very well and like, he definitely, translated definitely it very did, well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and like even like, like just the 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 quirks is what they're called. Like the the quirks that he had like drummed up, like the stuff that he thought of. It's pretty cool. Are like yeah. cool. They're unique. Yeah. Like some of them are like super unique. Like the girl can just like create shit out of her skin. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. all right, sure. Like, or like the girl who has like, like her hair is like a plant. And yeah. She could like yeah. In, in class B and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, or like a, ra- yeah. a a racer head. You know, where he oh, like yeah. takes away quirks with his eyes. Yeah, he, and pretty, you he know? has to keep his as long as he keeps his eyes on you. You can't use your powers. Yeah, like, that's fucking cool. Or even like uh, uh, I don't know, Shira Kiragashi, the, the main villain with all the hands all over him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like he, I, I don't even know. Where, you don't really know what his quirk is yet, and where I'm at, unless besides he disintegrates you with his uh, hands. Yeah, but but just like uh, all of like the hands all over him, like he's such a unique looking villain. They, you know? they, yeah, they. What the hands are? Oh, you find pretty, out like more pretty about bananas. That? They yeah, they dive into. I think I don't think they did it in the show yet. They might have. I don't remember. But they they yeah. they dive into his like origin i guess you could call it yeah and like why he's like such a f- like so fucked up yeah and it's, yeah, all, uh, it's something also like i i pat i hate that i find Minetta funny every single time i, I yeah i hate that you find him funny too because i guess, i think it's because like i know that's a trope in like those type of shows and like I, you watch a lot more anime than i do so like i i just think like maybe that hasn't gotten old for me yet but like it's just like that's like his only fucking thing is that he's super horny and wants to see the girls naked and like that's all he ever does and like the part where he's like climbing up like the the wall and like the, yeah the grapes and he's like I'm gonna go plus ultra to see some booby you know like <laughs> and like it should not be funny to me but like every time like he's like doing that I'm like <laughs> you know the only time I ever f- I think the only time I ever actually laughed at him was like during I forget one of the I forget which arc it was but like he's fighting or he's involved in a fight because he can't fight for shit yeah and he's just like ripping the grapes out of his head so fast that he just started bleeding <laughs> he's just like like trying to well, like, that, forget what he was trying to do i, I mean the, in the in the second season when the when they or the end of the first season when they when all the villains invade ua oh that, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then he's in the water with uh the frog girl and and mm-hmm. deku and then he has to get out and he just starts like throwing them in the water and then his head starts i think that might be what you're talking about that might be it yeah but yeah no it's funny it's also just like stupid that like his power is so dumb that that like he just has sticky balls that pop out of his head but if he does too many, his head bleeds. Like, yeah. like it's a fucking dumb. But yeah, shows great. a lot. Shows great, huh? That was a lot. Sorry, get over it's, it, Andrew. It's a right? good show. You would like it if you watched it. I won't. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that well, that's all I got. I got. That's all. I got. That's that's all. Come, oh, okay. Fuck you, Andrew. I mean, let's do yours. Let's do Andrew's he now. Let's hear what he's doing. I know. I was making it. It's a joke. Uh, I got two records, um, both ska records. Oddly enough, I don't really like. I don't like listen to ska on the reg. <laughs> yeah, I was pick it up, say. pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah, uh, first from a record that came out last year, Bad Operation. Um, it's self-titled. It's not like goofy ska. It's more like, um, um, I guess like dancehall reggae type ska. Um, a lot of uh, is that an organ or Rhodes that they use? Whatever type of keyboard piano that they use, I forget what it is. There's a lot of that going on there. It's slower. It's not really fast. It's really cool. Um, the other record, um, it's by a band called Gray Matter. Um, I like lost the record. Oh, it's called um, Climbing Out. I didn't finish this record yet. I'm like halfway through it. It's cool so far. Uh, but the first track, well, the second track, but the first song because the intro 
It's called Not My Friend. It's really good. And they're a really weird ska band. Like, same thing where they're not, like, goofy, you know, like, Real Big Fish or anything. Um, and it's kind of... I don't know. It's, like, artsy ska, I guess. It's, it's different. It's weird. It's not, like... I guarantee you it's not what you think it sounds like. Like, late, like putting them in the, like, the ska category is, like, kind of weird. I think there should be, like, a... A sub ska category. Put them in like, the ska box. Like like specifically for this band. Um, not my friend's really cool. It's about just you know, you're not my friend if you're racist. It's essentially the the song. Um, yeah, check them out. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just like fell off track real hard there. Um, I was looking at I was looking at Bitcoin. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, got stonks on the brain. Yeah, got stonks on the brain. Yeah, so um, I just want to talk about Attack on Titan season four and uh, how yeah. the the pivot in that show for season yes. four specifically um, is has is like nothing short of incredible. Like mm-hmm. I, it's, it's so the, fucking good, man. It's the writing specifically in terms of how they set up that season with the like new characters that they introduced mm-hmm. and then just like the um like the the struggle like in terms of like the morality of it all of mm-hmm. like who's what what side's right and wrong there's a real like last of us 2 yeah. type shit like yo yeah. it is it's, it's like, like up there in terms of like any show i've ever watched like in terms of like the like moral compass like yeah, gray they, areas like yo i don't know if this is good i don't know if this is bad i don't know who i want to win i don't know who i want to lose it is like legit up there in some of like the best tv shows i've watched you can you completely understand everybody's motivations and why all of the things are happening and why they happened yes yeah but like you're like yeah but yeah but <laughs> wait wait <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but even, even even with like the characters that are already established like at, yeah. that like did like that was cool but like that didn't even feel great either yeah. Like when that started happening you're like it, but but what because but they, they do such a good job of like making you like feel for the like the new people that they introduce that like in a, in a very short amount of time in a very short amount of time and then like when stuff starts going down you're just kind of like wow <laughs> like yeah. well, that's weird. and that is good storytelling and folks yeah. so good man it's and the, and the, the, new, the newest episode just shit starts yeah. really popping off like it's i, yeah. I what well, like i caught up real fast in season four because there's only like eight episodes available mm-hmm. and i'm like yo there better be another like thirty in this season, <laughs> like, but well, it, it go- literally, it literally seems like it it could end in like that, like whatever episode like comes next, out next. Like next, yes, <laughs> it is. Everything is just on the cusp of of yeah. disaster for yeah. both sides. It's just like, yo, this could be over in a blink of an eye. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm hoping it lasts. It's what is season three was twenty two episodes. Twenty. Yeah, I'm hoping that it lasts at, like at least close to how long that season was, because from what I can remember from the. I have I haven't read this far in the the manga, but from what I've seen, a, a lot of shit is supposed to happen. I believe, so I can't imagine that. I mean, I guess they realistically they could. I like, mean, I'm going off the like trailer and like all the clips yeah. they showed, and like a lot of that stuff has not happened yet. So yeah, um, I'm glad I haven't watched the trailer because I don't want to see. I don't any, even remember anything well, see, until it happens. Well, that, that, I don't know if you remember, but I was on the podcast and like I watched the trailer and I was like, Pat, have you fucking seen that thing? And Pat's like, I haven't seen anything yet on it because I, I don't want to be spoiled. I was like, yo, watch the fucking trailer because like it's nuts. And then he went yeah. and watched the trailer and he was like, yo, that was fucking ridiculous. We talk like, like a different Titan or like yeah, nah. you, well, you, well, you don't really know much about the other Titans yet, so like you see them and just like 
bat- Titans battling that you haven't seen before. And you're like, what is what is any of this? Yeah, literally. Because oh, like, when the fucking Warhammer Titan got introduced, my fucking head exploded. Yeah. The the the, the Warhammer trailer, Titan is fucking something else. The trailer opens up with the beginning of the first episode, so like okay. that whole th- like battle that's happening, and you have zero context for what's happening, and you're like, Yo. what the fuck? That's just how the trailer starts. It's <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah so it's so good. If uh, if you if you have any interest in anime, Attack on Titan is uh, is definitely it's up there on like the it's very much like scale in terms of like yo this is very anime, um, but at the same time like well as far as like a concept goes yes yes that's what was my point so thank you for driving that home, um, but yeah that caught up on that that's fucking tremendous I just like I can't wait to watch more of that um, I started Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, because that's like up there on like everybody's like much watch, watch lists for anime. Another one. So, so good. good. So finally started that. Yes, it is very good. I watched the first like three or four episodes, so I'm gonna just keep trucking along. It's in one that of one. the best endings of like anything ever. That that show wraps everything up so well. It makes you feel so good about everything. Unless you watch the other one, then it makes you feel like shit. It makes you want to <laughs> fucking die. But if you watch the right watch, one, it makes you feel I'm watching real good. Brotherhood. I didn't well, really. Kinda, I'm just going by what's on Netflix. So. If anything, Brotherhood kind of makes you feel a little bit better. After having watched the first original, yes, because that ends like such shit. Because I, that's what I was supposed to. And like, I didn't, I didn't right, have, good. I didn't. I guess I, I watched it like a while ago, so I don't even, Pat, I don't even know if I even knew you really at this point in time. And uh, I watched the first one, and it ended out, and literally, it was like one of the worst endings. It could, mm-hmm. it didn't give you a single narrative thread, like no. in a positive note. Everything was just like the worst case scenario outside of just everyone fucking dying. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how? Who the fuck thought this was a good idea to end it this way? Yeah. Like, you know, I wish I don't want to spoil it, but literally, it's so fucking stupid. And then I was like, please, like, tell me. And then I guess online, I googled like, please let there be a god and this not be the way this ends. And then I found out Brotherhood was like the one you should watch. And then I watched that. Like, we watched up well wherever they start to deviate. Because yeah. I know the beginning of those two series are the same, right? If yep. I'm, yeah, so I mean, it was it was worth rewatching because the animation's better and shit. So, well, true. So, I I, I think I might have skipped some of the episodes in the beginning, but when I, but then I whatever that I finished it and I was like, okay, this is exactly what I was fucking looking for. This is way better. And then I watched the uh, the two movies that are mm-hmm. out, two right? Yeah, and those are good too. So now I have to check because I, I I started it on Netflix, but I also noticed that it's on and Pat. What's the app that you are Verve Verve Verve. So, like, I have to see which one, because, like, now I don't know. Now I'm second-guessing myself. I'm pretty sure Brotherhood is on Netflix. Right. I don't know where I watch them, I, I personally. I, behind them in Netflix? I, I, I don't I, think... I might have, I might have gonna, them, honestly. You're going to be hard-pressed, I think, to find the original run of that show, considering, like... How bad it was? Brotherhood, Brotherhood came out and, like, redeemed that show so fucking, like, so much. Is that, like, the only reason Brotherhood even happened was because of how, like reviled the ending for the original run of that show was that's crazy i didn't know that yeah it was was not good the show did not end well at all yeah i I, i'm not exaggerating saying that the ending was like i i'm sure there's like a recap video brian uh well i guess watch it when you finish yeah i'm not gonna watch it now obviously yeah yeah. but like so you can see the difference it is uh, it's like it's almost like uh, astonishing that they they let that show end that that way wow okay fair enough um, yeah, you're you're in for a fucking treat, my friend. With cool. Uh, a <clears throat> couple albums to recommend. Um, the artist is called Goat Girl, and the name of the album is On All Milk. Fours. Oh. No, Ooh. On All Fours. It's very good. <laughs> very, very good. 
Um, it's one that you sent me? No. No, different. No? Uh, that's Palberta. And that was uh, that's another album that I want to recommend. Um, yeah, the artist is Palberta. The album name's Palberta 5000. That's a fun record. Uh, Mad Lib came out with a new um, album that's... Um, I think it was sampled or produced by one of the members of Fortet. Um, listen to that all the way through. It's like more uh, electronic, I guess you would say, and not just like an instrumental beat album that like Mad Lib is known for, but um, it's very cool. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, there's also... I like, I like the half that I listened to of that. It was really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, definitely... If you're a fan of Mad Lib, you, would, uh, you will enjoy it. So it's worth checking out. And then, uh, yeah, so that's that's it for me. So we could. Uh, Pat, wrap. did you have anything else besides? Oh, sorry, Pat. Uh, WandaVision. Still very good. Newest episode. Oh, yeah. The newest, newest episode, episode is, is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah I new watched episode's great. How many episodes yes. now since the first two? Two? Four. Two more since the first two, yeah. So four total. Um, yeah, episode four, fucking awesome. Um, kind of nails all the setup they've been doing and does like a really good job like kind of just telling a fucking nice little yeah, nice little recap kind of it's a different episode yeah um uh i haven't really watched anything else there's like a bunch of anime but i've mentioned a few of them already in the past they're all still very good everything i'm watching currently nice yeah. <laughs> Sick. Take us out to see it, Brian. All right, so that was another episode of the OK Gamers podcast. So, as always, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to talk to us more, you could go to uh, jump on our Discord, okgamers.com. We'll link you to an invite. Uh, if not, you can reach out to any of us on Twitter. I'm at Zinzer Brian, Dan at Dianones, Andrew at Andrew Gebbia, and Pat at PC Mirth. So, uh, as, yep. as always... Uh, enjoy the remainder of your lives. Enjoy the remainder of your lives. Bye. Bye. <laughs>